Welcome to What's Good, a podcast with a laid-back look at photography, exploring simple ways to make a big difference in your photography. Well, hey, how's it going? Welcome back to What's Good, a laid-back look at all things photography, hosted by me, Ryan Walter Wagner, and brought to you by GoodSidePhoto.com. It's been... A while since I've done an episode, so I thought I would um, get one out here, you know? Lots of people have been asking me about the podcast recently, and it got me thinking, let's do some more talking about photography. Uh, I'm going to make a quick one here today, and I really just wanted to plop in, and since I'm in the search for a new studio right now, maybe we could talk about studio space. Do you need your own? What's the benefits of it? What's the hard things about it? What's the alternatives to it? Just quick little chats about those stuff. Uh, maybe get you a little bit inspired and stoked to set up some lights and photograph something. All right. All right, well, here we are. Back, back, back to talk about studio spaces. Like I mentioned in the intro, I am currently myself searching for a studio space. Um... I normally do have a space that I store my gear and I do my shoots in, and um, this is probably the longest I've been without a space like that for um, a handful of years now. Um, so currently I have a storage space that I store all my gear in, because I've got backdrop stands, lights, modifiers, I've got a lot of gear, and my house is really small. So <laughs> right now I'm storing it in a, in a spot, and when I have a shoot, I go there, grab it, and go do the shoot. Um, I have been coordinating most of my shoots to be on location. Um, in the few instances where that was not an option, I was able to uh, rent out a space for a few hours. And that is just a great option for so many of us that just haven't got our careers up to a spot where we can justify spending a few thousand dollars on rent every month. Um, you know, a couple hundred dollars per shoot is definitely a lot more viable. Now, uh, when I first got my very first studio space, I was scared. I was against it. I didn't want to do it. Um, and a friend of mine had a space and she came to me and said, I think that I would love to share a space with you and I need somebody to share my space. Uh, in turn, I turned around and said, you know, like, I'm poor. I don't have money. Like, I'm scraping for rent every month. I just don't know if I can do it. And it's scary. But then there's this part of my head that's telling me, like, can you imagine if you could just walk into a room that's empty and ready for your stuff to set up? Or, you know, you're in the middle of something and you need to come back. To, you know, there's just so many amazing benefits to having your own creative studio space. Um, and so I convinced myself, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and do that. I'd only ever, up to that point, set up in my house. You know, I had a living room space that I converted completely to my studio space. I had a closet that stored my gear and it was fine. It works, you know, um, but I started to notice or maybe, I mean, looking back, I do now notice that my mentality was a little bit different about what kind of photographer I was and how much confidence I had in myself and my abilities and what my worth was. And that started to build over the next few years for sure. But those are my initial hesitations about splurging it felt like splurging to get a studio space um, so like i said you know my friend invited me in to their studio and didn't charge me very much money 
And that was very generous of them. And it got me going. And, you know, once I established, okay, well, I have a room that my business is going to be run out of, you know, it kind of gave me this little bit of a level up mode in my mentality. Well, if I have this physical space, what am I going to do with it? What should I do with it? Why do I need it? You know, so at the time I'm doing a lot of like portraits, family portraits, and I started getting a lot more requests for headshots. So I like, okay, well, I've got the studio space. Let me turn my focus into doing headshots so I can justify, I need to justify having this space. What kind of shoots am I even doing? I've been photographing a lot of bands, just people, you know? Um, and so, you know, like I said, that kind of leveled up my mentality on what I am doing as a photographer. I mean, I want to do this as a job. I don't want to go and work these nine to fivers. I want to do this for myself. So I have a space. And that was a, a great way for me to tell myself to get a little bit more serious. You know, there's a lot of times and I'm sure that it's not just me that thinks like, man, I suck and I should just give it up. But then there's that part of me that says like, well, what, what, are you, what else are you going to do? You know, I quit every job I had <laughs> because it was not for me. It wasn't, and you know, it wasn't interesting to me. It wasn't boring. It always felt like a waste of my time. So I got to do it for myself. Um, so I got it. And then, you know, a year or two went by and the building we were, had our studio in uh, was sold to a holdings company and our rent was doubled or tripled. We, you know, it was just became ludicrous and we decided we were going to move out of there. Um, I, at the time, was like, well, I can't afford anything. Uh, what am I going to do? And I was in the same spot I am currently where I'm like, do I need a space? Should I have a space? What am I going to do with the space? But I continued to look and I found a couple more studios. And, you know, I started up a new studio space and I went in there with a couple photographers and about a month into it, those couple other photographers turned to me and said, hey, you know, I can't do this. You know, maybe they had reasons that they weren't getting enough work to justify it or they weren't putting in the effort that justify it. Or they had other issues in their lives where like they needed to put their money towards that instead of to um, a studio space that maybe felt a little bit too luxurious for them. I don't know. Um, but there I am standing all of a sudden. I have to pay three times the rent that I had originally agreed to. And they gave me pause. It gave me fear. <laughs> you know, honestly, the first thing I thought of when I got to that situation was, oh shit, what am I going to do with these 10 foot long backdrops? Like they're so hard to store and transport. That was the first fear I had, which is quite hilarious in retrospect. Uh, but I sat back and, you know, with help from my partner, she was really, really encouraging to me and always so supportive. But we started to look at sites like Peer Space and uh, what are the other ones we used? You know, these these um, websites where you can rent out your space to other creatives that are looking for it. And uh, to me, that was uh, a huge help, a great um, subsidy for renting my own space. Um, and it also gave me the opportunity um, for my space to be used by other creatives that, uh, you know, instead of it just sitting there empty and cold, I was able to get other people in there to use the space. And uh, to me, that, that was an added bonus to helping me pay my rent. And aside from those kind of one-off hourly daily rentals, I searched for monthly renters that would have regular access to my space. And again, this kind of supplemented me having a big space that's 
costs a lot in rent that maybe I don't have or don't want to spend on rent every month. It was a, the ability to share the space. Um, and like I say, sharing the space became something that was obviously helped me monetarily and paid for the rent and kept my studio space going. But I was able to offer people a space that wasn't going to break their budget and could suit to their needs. So I kind of felt like I was helping other people out at the same time. Um, so I, those were some bonuses. There's, you know, there's things that, uh, I had to do extra to make the money and there's extra effort that I had to do, but in the end I had a space and, you know, for me, it was a great place to go that wasn't my house to get a little bit of work done. Um, it was also a great place to just have where I could work on my personal projects, um, or even just to go and hang out, you know, when I wasn't feeling so inspired, at least I had a place to go and, and work. Um, so there's massive benefits and I love having a studio space and I'm right now in negotiations for rent on a new space. But again, now I'm going through all these processes, um, to open up a new studio space. And that is including me finding other people that would want to share the space, um, setting up insurance, you know, making sure you have enough money for your deposits and uh, all these things about running a studio that, that you need to, um, <laughs> to, to, to do it really. Um, you know, once I get the space and I'm moving into it, I'm looking at painting walls, you know, there's all these expenses. I'm hanging up backdrops, uh, in the spot right now, I'll have to build a storage space to hide the gear. Um, like I said, painting, there's furniture to buy. There's, there's, there's investments involved, but that all being said, I keep talking about money, money, money because it costs money and you need to have money up front and you need to have other people uh, splitting that space with you unless you become so successful that the money coming in is allocated to your business and you're doing fine and that's great and I hope that's for everyone. Um, so now that, you know, say I've done all those things, I've got the insurance, I've got the paint, I've got a couple nice couches or chairs and, you know, make it a, a pretty friendly, welcoming space. I got a couple monthly renters and the hourlies are coming in. So everything's kind of running and working and, and you feel confident with it. Um, an added bonus is the clientele. Now I've secured contracts, um, with like staff photography is a really great example of why having a, 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 a regular space to go to and to point your clients to is helpful. So, with headshots, I also marketed myself as a staff photographer and the benefits, this is just a quick example of the benefits of having a studio space. I would go in on the first day and photograph 10 staff members, let's say it's 10 staff members and that was great. It all worked out. The, the style is perfect. Um, and then I always mention, I mean, this is mentioned this before in the, in the quoting process that you know, I have a studio spot, so I'm going to come and photograph your 10 initial employees on Tuesday, but if on Thursday you hire a new accountant and you want to put them on the website, well, you know what, you can just send them to me on their lunch break and I'll photograph them the match your style completely, and then you don't have to worry about it. I'm not coming into your office to disrupt business and 
make a big scenery thing. Uh, you simply walk down to my studio. I'm close to downtown, and uh, I'll, I'll do your. I'll, I'll keep you updated. I'll keep all of your staff updated. And so I had about three or four uh, companies that that's how they operate with me. You know, I get an email every couple months that says, "Hey, we got." Jim is our new sales guy and we need to get him a headshot for the website. Cool. Send him in on Wednesday about one o'clock. Jim walks down there on a sunny Wednesday afternoon. We hang out for a bunch, take his photos. He's happy and the company is happy because it was super easy for them. So if you can market yourself in a way that your studio is part of your marketing, I found that to be super beneficial. Um, yeah, I mean, so those are kind of a couple things that I would say are the pros to having a studio. So let me take a quick little break here to get a drink of water, catch my breath, and I will come back and we'll talk about a few of the cons. What's Good brought to you by GoodSidePhoto.com. Okay, cool. Like I said, quick break. I want to try and make this episode quick. I was kind of shooting for 15 minutes, but I think we're going to go a little over. Studio space. We talked about all these really good things about having a space to go and practice your photography, to share with other people to do their creative endeavors. I mean, I mentioned the sharing of like, I kind of just mentioned it as a photography studio, renting it out, but I found that I was able to rent out my space to people that were not even photographers. I rented out to a lot of film studios, people that just needed a place to have a meeting or do a reading or a fitting. So you gotta, you can be more creative with who you market out to renting your space to. Just make sure you're covering yourself with insurance and that sort of thing. So cons, why would you not want to have a studio space? Well, Obviously, the number one reason is expense. Do I want to pay $1,000, $2,000 a month to just run my business, just have a place to go to my business? Is it really worth it for you? And that's something, like I said, I struggled with, I was scared of, I was terrified to spend money. I'm still terrified to spend money, but, but I was convinced by a good creative friend to say, like, you know, you're going to benefit from having a space to go and do things. We talked about all those good things. So I want to talk about the reasons, maybe not. So again, money, the rent, that's number one. And there will always probably be number one reason for people to say, well, maybe that 800 square foot room is not for me. But I say, don't be afraid. I say, go for it. Other cons is sharing. I mean, I have shared spaces, not just studio space. I, I, I play music and I, I would share uh, rehearsal spaces with other bands. So Sharing is, I mean, sometimes it's necessary because you need that extra income to pitch in and share the space. So if you're on board with everybody and you're running the spot and you know how it goes, great. But that's not always the case, you know. Having other personalities involved, I mean, that can be challenging. So if you are going to share a space with someone, just make sure that you got a lot of things out front and that's where I would talk about a contract and a contract can be something simple just like I don't know like let's just make sure we always clean up the space when we're done using it um, if the garbage is full and you're in there please remove it uh, you know just it can be super simple or you can get more involved um, but if that's going to be up to you and who you um, coordinate with um, and who you share with and the, the people you want to do it with. Um, one thing that I have learned from renting with other people 
is to make sure that that person is serious. I have run into quite a few people um, that rented from me for a month and then just never paid rent again and never showed up and I took me six months to get their key back from them. Um, or people that, you know, they rented for two, three months and then they're just realizing that they need to put a lot more work into it because, or they needed to have more money saved up to really pursue and push the marketing of their business to make happen what they thought was going to happen. Um, so through that, I mean, like what I'm trying to say here is look out for flakes. And uh, I got no, no um, problem with any of these people that I've uh, had, the, had these dealings with before. They're all great, amazing, wonderful, super talented photographers. But what I've learned from it is to create a contract. And for me, it's like I want to make sure that not only those basics of keeping the studio clean and stuff, but to me, it's, it's going to be about paying that rent. That is going to be a very, if not the most important part. And so I've decided to put in my contracts that you're going to pay rent for at least X number of months, three months, six months, a year, whatever it is that's going to make you feel more confident in that deal and that agreement and that arrangement, then that's what you should do. And these are lessons that I kind of learned the hard way because I often just kind of want things to be easy and not worry about it too much and just kind of let people do it how they do it and I do it how I do it. Um, but through the years that I've learned that that doesn't always work and just that really the easiest way to do is to put everything up front and put it in writing so that everybody is clear on every aspect of sharing that space. Um, of course, you know, there's going to be uh, uh, the commitment, the commitment, I mean, the price and the commitment. Those are the bad things that I can see. Not the bad things, but the tough things, the challenging things that are going to take more nav navigation and more thought on your end. Um, and if it doesn't work out, I mean, you could try it again by taking those things that didn't work out and fixing them for your next attempt at a space. Um, so, I mean, I, to me, when I'm thinking about it right now, those are the main things is like, make sure that uh, if you're going to share a space with somebody, that they're not going to flake out on you. And an easy way to do that is just get everything in writing, put it up front. What do you want from it? And get people to agree to it. Um, and sometimes you got to bend a little to make sure it works for everybody that's involved. Um, that being said, the most obvious option it would be having a studio space in your own home. And that's how I started. I'm pretty sure that's how everybody starts and eventually kind of gets to if that's the sort of photography you're doing. Um, so let me just take another quick little break and uh, I'll come back. We'll talk about home studios and we'll wrap it up. I hope you're feeling a little bit inspired and excited to maybe use your own space or find a space for you to practice your photography more. Um, and just go out there and do it. Just start going for it. Don't be afraid because shit's going to happen regardless. So you may as well have shit happen when you're doing something you really are passionate and love than have shit happen when you're just bemoaning your life and saying, oh, I wish I was doing that. Okay, <laughs> whatever that is, take it for what it's worth. Give me one quick little break here. Thanks. So. You're listening to What's Good, a podcast with a laid-back look at photography. Brought to you by GoodSidePhoto.com. At GoodSide, we get it. Okay, here we are. Back, 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 back. 
Thanks for listening to my sponsored message. I'm sure you're going to visit that website. <laughs> so here we are. We're talking about photo studios. Do you need one? Do you want one? Do you have one? I don't know. Um, so the home studio. The home studio is great. It's easy. It's it's there. I mean, what do you got to do? You got to set up a light. Maybe you don't even need to set up a light. Maybe you have a beautiful window and you use that window light all day and that becomes your style. Amazing. That's what you should do. And I think it's a great place to start if you're feeling like maybe you're not quite at the level where you can justify having a studio space that you pay for every month. You know, you're just kind of getting into photography, you're dabbling, you're experimenting. Great. Let's find a spot in your house that you can do that regularly because you know how you get better at things is you practice regularly. And if it's what you want to do, you really need to do it regularly. You need to up your skills, up your business skills up your creative and photography skills and with a home studio you can do that all the time when i was starting off i shot in my bedroom like that was what i had i had like some first generation dslr i was probably actually shooting 35 mil on my pentax k1000 but i would just plot people close to my window and shot with that window light and it was amazing it looked super good and I just started to explore more and more. And then, you know, I broke out into the living room and I made my space a bit bigger. I got a background stand and some backdrops and started to make it a little bit bigger. And then when I moved into my own place, I basically turned my entire living room into a studio. I had a couch on one end with some coffee table. And then the other side was my studio space. It wasn't big. I was probably like 200 square feet, but it totally worked. I shot families in there. I shot bands in there. I hadn't quite gotten into product photography yet, but it worked, it was easy, and it was there. I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to ride my bike, take a bus, drive anywhere. All I had to do was get up off the couch, open up the closet of gear, and start setting stuff up. So it was wonderful, and it was a really great opportunity for me to practice what I wanted to do, figure out new techniques, try new stuff. Um, so home studio, when it comes down to it, if you have the space, I mean, that's the obvious, the given option, um, for somebody that's, you know, getting going, trying things out. Um, I moved part of the reason I wanted to move out of my house is because I wanted to get better jobs. I love doing the family stuff and the small band stuff that was fun and easy, but it, it didn't pay a lot. I mean, bands don't have money, not the bands that I was photographing and families don't pay a ton, at least not the type I was doing. And I think part of it too is that I didn't have quite the confidence in myself, so my pricing was pretty low. Um, but I wanted to do bigger and better. So I, I that's why I finally made the decision that I'm going to move out of the home studio and I'm gonna get an actual space because it's so much nicer to bring a business client to a studio than at your home. I had a meeting, I met with a few photographers a few months ago and we were talking about studio spaces and two of them there had currently had a studio space and they wanted a home studio space and they wanted to move into, um, you know, a, a space in a building that wasn't at their home. And the, the things that they talked about were interesting to me. You know, every time they have a client over, they got to clean their house. They got to clean the toilets. You know, they got to make it look like they don't live there almost. So you're putting in a lot of extra effort to have, to, to um, make it feel comfortable for clients. To me, like, I just didn't really want to bring people to my house that I didn't know on some level. Um, so that was a, another uh, indicator for me, like having a studio space is going to be good because that was the point where I was like trying to build a studio business 
and not just be a freelance photographer that would take any job that came to me. I really wanted to focus in on a few things. And if you're working on your photography career and you're listening to podcasts or you're taking courses, those are things you're going to hear. It's like, find what's your niche? What do you do? What do you do? And how do you do it better than everybody? So I was in that mode of like, well, what do I do? What do I want to do? What do I like photographing? You know, I like photographing people. Well, what are opportunities to photograph people? You know, headshots is an easy one. I didn't want to do actors. I felt like that market was too cornered. But doing like business portraits was a good one because it's a huge potential. There's so many people that need that. That I didn't feel like I was going to be battling a ton of photographers to get work out of. And having a studio space seemed like a, a good aspect to my business. And so that was kind of a lot of the mentality I was going through. I was going through this this period where I wanted to grow, where I was kind of feeling stuck that I was in this one level of, of my career and it was just doing the, kind of the same thing that I had been doing for a number of years before that. It felt stale. It felt not boring. I really loved it. But I mean, I had to pay rent and I had to eat food at the bare minimum. That's what I was looking to do. And I needed to figure out how do I make more money from my photography? I'm getting good. I'm getting really good. I'm looking at my work. I'm getting some better gear. Everything's improving. And so the next step for me was getting that brick and mortar spot, bringing clients in, having somewhere that people could just walk in and visit, you know? Um, so I went from home studio to that. So I know I wanted to talk about home studio, but the encouragement is... Just do it because you have the space. You don't need a lot. Like I said, like I had my first quote unquote studio space was my bedroom. And I mean, bedrooms are not big, especially if you're living where I live and that's Vancouver. You know, there's not a lot of space, but you don't need a lot of space. I'm even discovering that now is like right now I'm sitting in my little 100 square foot kitchen, which is also doubles as a, a office space for me. And I've done shoots in here. I've done product shoots in here. I've done portrait shoots, but Again, these are things like I'm doing the product shoots. The client isn't coming over to my house. They're all reoccurring clients that I've worked with before. So they know the quality they're going to get. Everything is just kind of dropped off for me and trusted with me. And then I, you know, do the work here. So it's tight. It's squishy. It's in my house. Um, and that's just not how I like working, um, which is why, I, again, I'm in negotiations for my new studio space. Um, so that's that. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, all of this is being said, but it just comes down to like, where do you want to photograph? What's comfortable for you to photograph? What kind of things are you photographing? Do you do, do all of these things add up to justifying having a studio spot for you to go and do your work or to grow your business or to share your space with other people? Um, so those are the things I would consider um, if you're thinking about it, because it's awesome that, like I said, it's awesome to have a studio spot that I go down to and I just work. You know, I get away from home. Like right now I'm working a lot at home and so you want to get away and go and do other things and that's a benefit for it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's that. That's what I, that's my little rant. We got it to about a half an hour, I think. So uh, I hope um, somebody got inspired today and maybe think a little bit more about what you can do more for yourself and for your business. Uh, or maybe what you need to do a little less of and, and restructure things and make them work a little bit better for you. Um, I'm going to try and do a few more episodes coming up here in the next week and I'll keep posting them up. Um, but for now, you got the studio rant and uh, that's what I got. 
So get out there, start photographing stuff, look for rent and lease signs on windows as you're walking around town, and check it out. Maybe you got a good deal. Hopefully you did. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. That's my little rant on studio spaces and uh, why a photographer would even want or need something like that. I hope it was good for you. Um, I'm Ryan Walter Wagner. You can check out my work at ryanwalterwagner.com. That's uh, my personal work. And Goodside Studio brings you this podcast, so make sure to check out goodsidephoto.com. Um, and I hope that you'll tune in again soon. A couple other topics. I want to talk about getting clients. I think that's a huge one for a lot of people. And um, I can dive in a little bit and tell you how I get clients, how I got clients, how I lost clients. I don't know. We'll see what's happening. Anyways, check you out next time. You've been listening to What's Good, a podcast with a laid-back look at photography. Brought to you by GoodSidePhoto.com. And GoodSide, we get it. <laughs>